to the Out of the Loop podcast. My name is Rodney, leader of the Rod Pod Squad. Um, we Thanks for joining and listening for the Explain the Throne edition. I am partnered up with Shane. What's up, podcast people? And we explain Game of Thrones episode by episode to an unfamiliar whose name is Matt. You know, Loop Troop, um... I didn't really have anything planned to say here, and uh, sometimes I'll I'll start a sentence and I have no idea where it's going, and uh, I'll just keep going until I figure it out down down the road. It's like a uh, improv conversation. It's an improvisation. <laughs> that was good. Very good. Thanks. All right, so uh, we are in the seventh season, the final episodes of season finale, season seven, Game of Thrones. But, per usual, um, what have you guys been up to? Take it away, Shane. Uh, second, first week. Last week, kids went back to school. Um, I don't go in to work until later in the afternoon, early afternoon. Uh, so I'm trying to help uh, my wife out as much as I can. Um, pretty much it. Just getting into a new routine, helping them, trying to keep my wife sane. So it's pretty hard, but doing what I can. Have you been watching anything? I have uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV, uh, comedy, kind of dramatic comedy. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, he's a college football coach that gets hired on uh. to coach a soccer team in England somewhere, one of the premiership league somethings. Um, I think three episodes uh, are out. It's, it's really good. Cool, cool. Matt, how about you? What have you been watching or what have you been up to? Uh, um, that kind of sums up my last two weeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, working. Um, the kids have been doing school. Um and uh it's been it's it's been a lot it has been quite a journey um and uh yeah um i don't i i guess i i don't need to go into the the amount of of daily stress that i feel so i'll talk about what i've been watching um i have been i started hannibal Mm. yeah Yeah. that's a good show at the um, recommendation of of Shane um, and the internet, um, I am. What does the internet know? I think I'm like nine episodes in, and it is fucking 
awesome. It's so yeah. good. Um, it is like somehow it's probably it's probably the goriest TV show I've ever watched uh, on network TV, right? Yes, but it somehow manages to be like very visually pleasing. Um, Shane told me that there would be a culinary element that like is that kind of makes it almost feel like, like like art and that's exactly how it feels um there the storytelling is great the acting is great um there are certain scenes that like <laughs> it'll show you this like gorgeous meal that you think, oh my god i i, I want to eat that so bad and then suddenly it'll just be like body parts strewn about <laughs> and um that can be kind of rough but um it is a fantastic show. Um, on top of that, I have just been watching as much sports as I can. Um, it hit me the other day that I really took for granted the old days before COVID um, when like sports was just on all the time. Um Saturday, there was a NBA play-in game. Um, there was UFC. Um, and there was baseball. Um, I have been dabbling in, um, now that Shane sort of kind of brought it up, I've been dabbling in European soccer for the last few months because it came back a lot faster than everything else. Um and it just felt so special. <laughs> and I forgot that that's exactly how it used to be. Just every weekend, there would just be sports on all day. So that has been, that has made me very happy. Um, beyond that, uh, yeah, not a whole lot else. But those things have been very enjoyable. Cool. Very cool. Rodney, you? Me? Um, well, my baby girl's first birthday this past thursday um so i took um, some time can I, can I stop you for for just a second sure shane does it sound like rodney is uh making is leaving some sort of ransom message to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sorry how's that <laughs> are you doing that on purpose yes all right yeah. that's pretty cool thank you <laughs> Okay. Is that on How's Skype? That? No. Um... My nephew uh, downloaded a voice chamber on my computer and was playing Fortnite. And so <laughs> I saw it right before we started recording. So I. Um... I clicked on it to. <laughs> You need to keep that deep one. This one? That's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. I'm actually... Why not this one? No. 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 How about this one? It's better. That just sounds like you. Best, though. What does this one sound like? Not very good. No. Okay. We're like... Seven minutes in, and we are off the rails. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I like this. Nope. 
The deep one. The deep one? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I had the birthday, which was cool. Um, <laughs> it was really good. And then Perfect. Um, I started watching, just came out last night, Lovecraft Country. It's on HBO. Um, first episode, so good. I think you two would really like it. It's kind of horror. Uh, so definitely check. Like uh, HP Lovecraft kind of yes. stuff? Or? Yeah. Cool. It's uh, Jordan Peele also with J.J. Abrams. Nice. Yeah. Very. Wow. That's all I watch. Um, no, actually, I watched Defending Jacob. It's on Apple TV also. Uh, that was very good. It has Chris Evans in it. He plays like an assistant district attorney, and his son is on trial. Very good. Nice. What else are you watching, Cyborg? <laughs> I plug into the internet and I watch everything. <laughs> Back to normal. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll, oh, I, I'll I did. Continue. I did want to say something since you brought up um, the Lovecraft thing. Um, I got a my my month long trial to CBS All Access because they have um, Champions League, and that's that's how much I've gotten into European soccer. Um, but. Oh, no, it was when you brought up Jordan Peele. He did Twilight Zone for CBS All Access. And I only watched one episode, but it was great. Yeah. So, I've watched a, I'm gonna keep a watching few it. of those. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching that. So, I was going to say something, I forgot. Oh, shit. Well, you remember to jump in. So last episode. Yeah. On the wall. What do you remember of that? Um, somewhere beyond the wall, somewhere someone is tall. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I remember absolutely nothing. All right. So, oh wait. Yes, I do. One of the dragons is a zombie now. Yeah. Um, John and Daenerys are very likely going to bang, but they did not in that episode. Um, is it too early for me to make a prediction here? Yeah. No. Okay. I believe that... And I mean, I'm yeah, I'm going way ahead here. I should probably save this for the end of the episode, but I want to get it out now while I'm thinking about it. I think John and Daenerys are going to start fucking. Um, <laughs> but then they're going to find out that they're related. And um, John is going to kill the Night King 
Um, and people are going to start, and then everybody's going to find out that because he, he's related to Daenerys. What? He's going to kill the Night King because him and no, uh, Daenerys no, 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 are no, no. That's just that's just something else that's going to happen. He's the that oh. has happened. He's the big hero of the story. <laughs> the Night King is the big villain. He's going to kill the Night King. But anyway, okay. Everyone's going to find out that John is a Targaryen. And ev- and everyone's loyalty is going to start to shift toward him because he killed the Night King, and he should be considered the. I think people in this world are going to pick a king over a queen. So then Daenerys is going to murder Jon Snow. Hot damn! Okay, nice. So and then, and then Arya <laughs> is going to murder Daenerys, but I don't want to get that far ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Beyond the Wall. So most of it was done uh, at the point of view of Jon Snow's waiting party trying to get a wife. Um, we get death. Thoros is killed. He's the one that kept bringing back a guy back. Um, Daenerys, remember, rescued them at the end that one wants to die. Um, but Jon separated rest of and then Benjamin Rodney Rodney um I you kind of cut off Alvin there I'd like to listen to him (laughs) sure thing um John (laughs) was separated but rescued by Benjamin sacrificed himself John acknowledges meanwhile some shit's happening Sansa Maria that's bad So this episode is called <laughs> The Dragon. <laughs> We're in King's Landing at the castle wall. Daenerys is unsolved. It's lining up outside the wall of King's Landing. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Time out, time out, time out. I have gotten very used to Shane having pictures up, and they're not up yet. So what the hell's going I'm on? Getting her. I'm okay. getting her. I think... He was so in love with your smooth deep voice <laughs> that he what he was doing. I'm touching myself under the table, so I got a little uh, distracted. All right. Scratching the old knee. Go ahead, Ronnie. So, again, the Unsullied are lined up outside his land. As the camera pans, lined up, brings the soldier. Ominous music starts playing. Dark, ominous tone. Atop the wall, staring down at James Bond. Below, Lannister's soul up pitches, pouring it into barrel. Bronn walks into the soldier charge. Bronn says, Soldier, pitch, my lord. Bronn, how many barrels? Soldier, 500, my lord. Bronn looks again. He says, yet 500. Soldier says, yes, my lord. Bron walks over to Jim, starts down at the, uh, I'm sorry, starts staring at the opposing. Bron tells him, I still enjoy a calm in my life, James says. The thrill of Bron. Live out. Then without comments, they wouldn't find fighting an arm I had to talk. That's left. What's left to fight? James said, Oh, Bron. I spent my life around soul. 
What do you think they spend? Jamie says, "Fam, Ron says, not without a cock." Jamie, baby, you're really all cocks and Ron. Yet your brother has chosen to side my cocks. Jamie, ah, uh, Jamie says, "Ah, uh, yes. There's always uh, a champion uh, from the downtrodden." A trumpet starts blasting in the distance. Jamie and Brown look up to see slash hear uh, the Dothraki army hiding up behind the line, lined up unsolved. They ride up past the, un- the ranks of unsolved, screaming to form in front of them. So Bron says, I think we're about to become down. So basically, they show the unsolved creatures huge army, but then now double the size with the Dothraki. So now they know there's some shit. So we're still in King's Landing, but we go to Blackwater Bay. Um, go to the, an aerial shot of the castle that pans out to the sea, where Euron's fleet is. Next, we go to Daenerys' ship, sailing towards Euron's armada. On deck is Tyrion, Varys, Theon, Jon, Davos, Sunday, Jorah. Jon says, how many people live here? Tyrion. Hold on to you. Tyrion. Tyrion, give it our tea. <laughs> Sorry. John. What's more that's more than an entire north crammed to that. Why would anyone want to live there? There's more work in the city. The brothels are far superior. Below deck. Um so we're on the boat, but we're, now it's below deck. The hound walks to, to a large boat. He's hesitant to approach and puts out his hand to wrap at the top of it. Tap at the top. One knock, and the white screeches and shakes the box from the side. Satisfied, the hound turns and walks away. Uh, we then go to inside the red. Cersei is talking. Kyburn and Jane. Cersei says, Why isn't she? Kyburn says, I'm afraid I don't No one has seen. Cersei says, And the rest of them? Kyburn. They're on their way to the dragon pit. Jane. Uh, including your brother, including our brother, Kyburn says yes. Your Cersei, if anything goes wrong, kill the silver-haired witch first, then our brother, then the bastard who calls himself. The rest of them you kill in order to see. Come, sir, it's time for us to make our guess. And then we're just outside the city. Uh, John and his party they're walking towards the dragon pit. The Sunday said, "Ask." Why did they build it? Jorah says, dragons don't understand the difference between what is theirs and what isn't. Land, livestock, children. Letting them roam free around a city. I imagine it was a sad joke at the end. Entire area uh, for a few sick creatures, smaller dogs. But in the beginning, it's home to Valerian Dread. It must have been the most dangerous place in the world. So approaching from the other way, small portion of the Lannister soldiers led by Bronn. Uh, they have Brienne, uh, Brienne Podrick Davos. Maybe it's uh, maybe it still is. Uh, Bronn. Welcome, my lord. My friends arrive for you. Excuse me, your friends arrive. When the hound sees Brienne, they give each other this. Um, I've seen uh, I've been sent to escort you to the as the group heads 
to where Bronn is leaving. Podrick walks up to Tyrion. Tyrion says, A pleasant surprise in an unpleasant situation. Podrick, I never thought I'd see you again. Tyrion, supporting Ben and Podrick, hard to blame you. Cersei, I'm sorry, Tyrion. Cersei will, hard to blame you, Podrick. Um, Tyrion, Cersei willing. Podrick, I'm glad you're alive. Bronn, come on, you can suck the magic cock later. Back in the group, the hound is leading a cart with a box containing a, the white. A Lannister soldier walks up to the hound. What's in there? He, the hound, fuck off. Brienne now walks up to the hound. She said, I thought you were dead. The hound, not yet. You came pretty close. Brienne, I was only trying to protect you. The hound says, you and me both. Brienne, she's alive. Arya, the hound, where? Brienne says, Winterfell, the hound, who's protecting her if you're here? The hound, uh, Brienne says, the only one that needs protecting is the one that gets in. The hound, it won't be me. And then we go back to the front of Tyrion. Here we are, the heroes of Blackwater Bay. A strange place for Podrick. It is my lord. Tyrion, I don't think I'm his lord. Save the titles for Sir Bronn of Bronn. I'm sure your new queen will be happy to restore yours if she ends up on Tyrion. You've been thinking about our new Perhaps you've been considering your alliances? Remember, I offer. Never, whatever they're paying you, I'll double. Ron, that would be double what exactly? Don't you don't worry don't you worry about me. I'm doing all right. Looking after myself. Ron, uh, Tyrion, are you helping me to arrange this this meeting? Wasn't exactly uh, looking for looking after yourself. Put yourself at risk, Ron. I put yourself. I put yourself at risk. Important differences. It's your head. Cersei offers a It's not mine. Now, thanks to me, she's got two traitors, heads coming right. She can lop them both off as soon as she gets tired of the clever word that pours out of the uh, pipe. All thanks to Sir Bronn of the Black Bucket. If that's not looking after myself, I don't know what it is. Period. It's good to see you. Bronn says, yeah, you. So back in the group, the hound packs his uh parks his uh cart the hound says anyone touches it i'll kill you and then we go to the the dragon pit itself shane over uh so in the dragon pit um the group enters um it looks like uh, the ruins of an ancient uh roman coliseum uh in the center is a stone platform with covered areas for people to sit um, on either side of the platform are stairs leading down underground. Um, John uh, and his group climb the platform. Uh, they survey the arena. Uh, the Lannister soldiers walk to uh, line the walls. Uh, Bronn walks up to Podrick. Uh, Bronn says, come on, Pod. Let's you and me go have a drink while the fancy folks talk, eh? Uh, Brienne gives Podrick a nod. Podrick leaves with Bronn. Uh, the Hound walks up to Tyrion. Uh, the Hound says, I left this shit city because I didn't want to die in it. Am I going to die in this shit city? Tyrion says, you might. The Hound says, and this is all your idea. Seems every bad idea has some Lannister cunt behind it. Tyrion says, and some Clegane cunt to help them uh, see it through. Uh, 
Then they turn to see Cersei approaching. Uh, the Mountain is leading the group, followed by Jamie, Kyburn, and Euron, and the rest of the Queen's Guard behind them. Uh, as the Lannister group climbs onto the platform, uh, we are treated with a number of reunions between uh, characters, um, but this instance, they're only offered a quick glance at each other. Uh, you get Jamie and Brienne, uh, Cersei and Tyrion, uh, Theon and Euron, and the last reunion that takes place uh, after Cersei takes her seat at the head of the main tent uh, is the Hound and his brother. Uh, so the Hound gets up uh, when he sees his brother and walks uh, right up to him. The Mountain steps out to meet his brother, and the Hound says, Remember me? Yeah, you do. You're even fucking uglier than I, uh, than I am now. What did they do to you? Doesn't matter. That's not how it ends for you, brother. You know who's coming for you. You've always known. And as the mountain just stares back in silence, the hound turns and walks off the platform. Um, the remaining group is just sitting there. Um, Cersei uh, says, where is she? Uh, Tyrion speaks up, says, she'll be here soon. Uh, Cersei says, didn't, you, uh, didn't travel with you? And Tyrion says, no. Um, this is when we have a brief moment where Brienne is looking at Jamie, um, but Jamie is uh, purposely looking down basically to avoid uh, Brienne. Uh, then we hear a dragon screeching in the distance. Everyone but Cersei stand to see two dragons flying in the sky. Uh, Drogon then lands, roars, and uh, crawls closer to the platform so Daenerys can climb off. Uh, Drogon flies off as Daenerys climbs onto the platform. Uh, now that we're all here, uh, we can start. Uh, Cersei is annoyed and is the first to speak. She says, uh, we've been here for some time. Daenerys says, my apologies. Uh, Tyrion says, we're all facing a unique, and Euron steps in and says, Theon, I have your sister. If you don't submit to me here, now, I'll kill her. And uh, Tyrion says, I think we ought to begin with larger concerns. But Euron continues and says, then why are you talking? Uh, you're the smallest concern here. Tyrion says, do you remember when we discussed dwarf jokes? And Theon says, his wasn't even good. Uh, Tyrion says, he explained it uh, at the end. Never explain. It always ruins it. Euron says, we don't even let your kind live on the Iron Islands, you know. We kill you at birth, an act of mercy for your parents. Uh, Jamie says, you know, he's fed up with Euron at this point. He says, perhaps you ought to sit down. And Euron says, why? And then Cersei steps up and says, sit down or leave. Um, the uh, mountain stands up to back up his queen's threat. Uh, Euron is cowed. And goes to sit down. Uh, Tyrion again uh, tries to address the, address the group. Uh, he says, we are a group of people who do not like one another. As this recent demonstration has shown, we have suffered at each other's hands. We have lost people we love at each other's hands. Uh, if all we wanted was more of the same, there would be no need for this gathering. We are entirely capable of waging war against each other without meeting face to face. And Cersei says, so instead, uh, we should settle our differences and live together in harmony for the rest of our days. 
Tyrion says, we all know that will never happen. And Cersei is like, then why are we here? Uh, John steps up. He says, this isn't about living in harmony. It's just about living. The same thing is coming for all of us. A general, uh, a general you can't negotiate with. An army that doesn't leave corpses behind on the battlefield. Lord Tyrion tells me a million people live in this city. They're about to become a million more soldiers in the army of the dead. Cersei says, I imagine for most of them, it would be an improvement. And John says, this is serious. I wouldn't be here if it weren't. Cersei says, I don't think it's serious at all. I think it's another bad joke. If my brother Jamie has informed me correctly, you're asking me for a truce. And Daenerys says, yes, uh, that's all. And Cersei says, that's all. Pull back my armies and stand down while you go on your monster hunt or while you solidify and expand your position. Hard for me to know which it is with my armies pulled back until you return and march on my capital with four times the men. Daenerys says, your capital will be safe until the northern threat is dealt with. You have my word. Uh, Cersei says, <clears throat> the word of a uh, would-be usurper. Tyrion says, there is no conversation that will erase the last years. Uh, we have something to show you. And this is where uh, the hound emerges from one of the sets of stairs leading underground. Uh, he's carrying a large uh, wooden crate on his back. Uh, he drops it in the center of the platform uh, and then works to open all the clasps and ties that are keeping it closed. Uh, he slides the top off the stand and steps back. Um, everyone is watching, but nothing happens. Uh, Cersei gives Tyrion an unamused look when the hound runs up to the box and kicks it over, uh, the open end towards Cersei. Uh, the white screeches as it crawls out towards her. Um, she is alarmed as it approaches. Uh, the white gets within about five feet of her when the hound pulls back on the chains around the white, stopping it from getting her. Uh, the white then runs back towards the hound as the hound pulls out his sword, swinging it at the white's midsection, cutting it in two. Um, the two pieces of the dead are on the ground, uh, and, but they both continue to move. The top half is continuing to screech as it crawls towards the hound. Uh, Kyburn uh, stands up. He's very intrigued with uh, what he's seeing and uh, walks to get a closer look. Uh, the hound swings his sword and cuts off one of the white's arms at the forearm. Kyburn bends to pick it up. Uh, as he stares at it in front of his face, the fingers are still moving. Um, John walks up to Kyburn. Kyburn hands the arm over. Uh, Davos gives John a torch and then lights it. John says, we can destroy them by burning them. And then John lights the arm. Uh, the top half of the white screeches out in pain. Uh, John says, and we can destroy them with dragon glass. So John pulls out a dragon glass dagger. Uh, John says, if we don't Wait. win this... I have a question. Sure. The... The white screamed out in pain when his arm was on fire while it was not attached to his body? Right, Rodney? Rodney. 
Did we lose Rodney? I think you I think you walked away. Oh. That's the way I saw it. Um you know when so they they met that group of whites with the the one uh white walker, right? Right. And they killed the white walker and all but the one white died. So the whoever, you know, the night king's magic uh you know links the dead together, you know, f- who, from whatever White Walker converts them, they are linked to him. Um, and I believe that kind of transfers to each individual white. So I believe, yeah, there's, you know, even though they are two pieces now, they both still feel the same pain, I guess. Huh. Okay. I could that's... be wrong, but that's the way I, the way I saw it. I mean, at least you were able to find a logic behind it because I was about to call major bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, go on. Uh, So John says, if we don't win this fight, uh, then that is the fate of every person in the world. Uh, John picks up the top half of the white by his remaining arm, then stabs the dragon glass dagger into his chest, uh, killing it. Uh, Cersei is visibly shaken by what she just witnessed. Uh, John says, um, there's only one war that matters, the Great War, and it is here. Daenerys says, I didn't believe it until I saw them. I saw them all. And Jamie asks, how many? Daenerys says, a hundred thousand at least. Uh, Euron gets up to uh, examine the dead white. Uh, Euron asks, uh, can they swim? John says, no. And Euron says, good. I'm taking the Iron Fleet back to the Iron Islands. And Cersei says, what are you talking about? And Euron says, I've been around the world. I've seen everything. Things you couldn't imagine. And this, this is the only thing I've ever seen that terrifies me. Uh, Euron walks up to Daenerys. He says, I'm going back to my island. You should go back to yours. When winter's over, we'll be the only ones left alive. And Euron turns and walks off. Uh, Cersei says, he's right to be afraid and a coward to run. If those things come for us, there will be no kingdoms to rule. Everything we suffered will have been for nothing. Everything we lost uh, will have been for nothing. The crown accepts your truce. Until the dead are defeated, they are the true enemy. Um, This is where Daenerys' group share a number of looks between each other. Uh, relief plain on their face. Um, Cersei continues, in return, the king in the north will extend this truth. truce. Uh, he will remain in the north where he belongs. He will not take up arms against the Lannisters. He will not choose sides. Uh, Daenerys says, just the king in the north, not me. Uh, Cersei has a chuckle. <clears throat> she says, I would never ask it of you. Uh, you, will never agree- you would never agree to it. And if you did, I would trust you even less than I do now. Uh, I ask it only of Ned Stark's son. I know Ned Stark's son will be true to his word. Uh, John looks at Cersei, then to Daenerys, uh, and then back to Cersei. John says, I am true to my word, or I try to be. That is why I cannot give you what you ask. I cannot serve two queens, and I have already pledged myself to Queen Daenerys of House Targaryen. You uh, Cersei is very upset. 
she says, then there is nothing left to discuss. The dead will come north first. Enjoy dealing with them. We will deal with whatever is left of you. Uh, Cersei stands and walks off. <clears throat> Jamie has a pained look on his face but says nothing and turns to follow his sister. Uh, Brienne gets up to walk with Jamie. Uh, she says, Sir Jamie. And Jamie says, it's been good to see you. I imagine the next time it will be across a battlefield. And Brienne says, we both saw what just happened. We both saw that thing. Jamie says, yes, and I'm not looking forward to seeing more of them, but I'm loyal to the queen and you're loyal to Sansa and her dolt brother. Brienne says, oh, fuck loyalty. And Jamie's like, fuck loyalty. Brienne says, this goes beyond houses and honor and oaths. Talk to the queen. And Jamie's like, and tell her what? <clears throat> Back on the platform, uh, Daenerys' group is processing what just happened. Uh, Davos says, I wish that hadn't, or he says, he says to John, I wish you hadn't done that. And Daenerys says, I'm grateful for your loyalty, but my dragon died so we could be here. If it's all for nothing, then he died for nothing. <clears throat> John says, I know. Uh, Tyrion says, I'm pleased you bent the knee to our queen. I would have advised it had you asked. But have you ever considered learning how to lie every now and then? Just a bit? Uh, John says, I'm not going to swear an oath I can't uphold. Talk about my father if you want. Uh, tell me that's the attitude that got him killed. But when enough people make false promises, words stop meaning anything. Uh, then there are no more answers, only better and better lies. And lies won't help us in this fight. So this is a big dose of uh, vitamin Ned. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Tyrion says, uh, that is indeed a problem. The more immediate problem is that we're fucked. Uh, Davos says, any ideas on how we might change the, this state of affairs? And Tyrion says, only one. Everyone stay here, and I go talk to my sister. Uh, Daenerys says, I didn't come all this way to have my hand murdered. Tyrion says, I don't want Cersei to murder me either. I could have stayed in my cell and saved a great deal of trouble. Jon says, I did this. I should go. And Tyrion says, she'll definitely murder you. I go see my sister alone, or we all go home, and we're right back where we started. Uh, Daenerys gives Tyrion a nod, and Tyrion turns and walks off. All right, so the Red Keep. Tyrion is being escorted by the mountain. Um, they reach Jamie outside of Cersei's room. Tyrion, you spoke to her, Jamie, uh, at her until she kicked me out. She thinks I am an idiot to trust you. A lot of people seem to think that, actually. Tyrion, I'm about to step in a room with the most murderous woman in the world who's already tried to kill me twice that I know of. Who's an idiot? Jamie, I suppose we should say goodbye, one idiot to another. Jamie steps aside. Tyrion walks into Cersei's room. Once inside, the mountain closes the door. Cersei is seated at Tywin's old desk uh, when he was the Hand of the King. Cersei says, I shouldn't be surprised. I suppose she, uh, she's your kind of woman, a foreign whore who doesn't know her place. Tyrion, a foreign whore who can't abduct, beat, or... I'm sorry. A foreign whore you can't abduct, beat, or intimidate. That must be so difficult for you. Daenerys... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cersei says... Do you, oh, did you bring her here um, with her pet northerner 
whom you've convinced to bow down before her? Tyrion. I didn't know about that. Cersei. And now you've gotten them both working together towards the same goal. The goal you've always uh, worked towards your entire life. Tyrion. Cersei. I didn't know. Cersei. Cersei. (laughs) (laughs) The destruction of our family. Tyrion. I am the one preventing that from happening. Daenerys wanted didn't want to debate and negotiate. She didn't want to bring uh, she didn't want to bring you words. She wanted to bring you fire and blood until I advised her otherwise. I don't want to destroy our family. I never have. Cersei, you killed our father. Tyrion, after he sentenced me to death for a crime I didn't commit. Yes, I killed him. Hate me for it if you want. Hate I hate myself for it in spite of what he is, in spite of what he did to me. Cersei, oh poor little man. Our papa was your papa was mean to you. Do you have any idea what you did when you fired that crossbow? You left us open. You laid us bare to the vultures, and the vultures came and tore us apart. You may not have killed Joffrey, but you killed Marcella and you killed Tommen. No one would have touched them if father was here. No one would have dared. Tyrion, I have never been more sorry about anything. Cersei Will not hear it. Not from you. I will not hear it. Tyrion. All right. You love your family, and I have destroyed it. I, I will always be a threat. So put an end to me. Cersei, emotional, looks up at, uh, from her desk at Tyrion, then to the mountain. Tyrion. If it weren't for me, you'd have a mother. If it weren't for me, you'd have a father. If it weren't for me, you'd have two beautiful children. I've thought about killing you more times than I could count. Tyrion then turns to the mountain. Tyrion says, do it. Say the word. The mountain steps up, grabs his hand on the sword, uh, ready to swing it um, on command. Cersei stares back at them, then looks away, not saying a word. The mountain steps back as Tyrion takes a deep breath. Tyrion walks and pours a glass of wine and drinks it. Uh, He pours another glass and walks to Cersei. He picks up another glass and pours himself some more wine. Tyrion. I am more sorry about the children than you could ever know. She said, I will not. Tyrion, I don't care. I love them. You know I did. You know it in your heart if there's anything left of it. Cersei, it doesn't matter. Your love doesn't matter. Your feelings don't matter. I don't care why you did what you did. I only care what it cost us. It cost us our future. Tyrion, if you're not, if there's no future, then why are we here? Why did we, why did you allow me to come? Cersei, not to help my enemies collaborate in my destruction. Tyrion, yes, no, not what you hoped for, but you must have hoped for something. Cersei says, what did you hope for? To make Jon Snow submit to your queen? Tyrion, "Mm, not like this. Cersei, but eventually you wanted everyone to bend the knee to her. Tyrion says, yes. Cersei asks, why? Tyrion, because I think she will make the world a better place. Cersei. You said she destroyed King's Landing. Tyrion, she knows herself. She chose an advisor who would check her worst impulses instead of feeding them. That's the difference between you. Cersei, I don't care about checking my worst impulses. I don't care about making the world a better place. Hang the world. Cersei then holds her hand on her stomach and takes a deep breath. Tyrion sees the gesture and and realization spreads across his face. Cersei, that thing you dragged here... I know what it is. I know what it means and what it what it came for and 
when it came for me. I didn't think about the world, not at all. As soon as it opened its mouth, the world disappeared for me, right down its black throat. All I could think about was keeping that gnashing teeth away from the ones who mattered most, away from my family. Maybe you're on Greyjoy had the right idea. Get on a boat, take those who matter. Tyrion, you're pregnant. They stare at each other saying nothing. Um, we cut back to the dragon pit. John bends down to examine some I bones. Am, and... I am shocked that after this long into the show, she's showing him mercy. Right. Like, she's only gotten worse. She only thinks worse of him. But somehow she wasn't able to pull the trigger. That's a, that's a very interesting uh, scenario. Yeah. I think it just shows how scared she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. if they had brought her some kind of farce or something like that, like she expected, I think yeah, they he would be dead for sure. Um. So we're at the dragon pit, and John's examining some bones in the dirt <sighs> left by some dragons long ago. Daenerys walks up to him. John says, "No one is less happy about this than I am." Daenerys, I know. I respect what you did. Wish you hadn't done it, but I respect it. This place was the beginning of the end for my family. She says something in Valerian. A dragon is not a slave. They were terrifying, extraordinary. They filled people with wonder and awe, and we locked them here. They wasted away. They grew small, and we grew small as well. We weren't extraordinary without them. We were just like everyone else. John, you're not like everyone else, and your, fa and your family hasn't seen its end. You're still here. Daenerys. I can't have children. John says, who told you that? Daenerys, the witch who murdered my husband. John, has it occurred to you she might have been not ha she might not have been a reliable source of information? Daenerys. Daenerys says, you were right from the beginning. If I had trusted you, everything would be different. John says, so what now? Daenerys, I can't forget what I saw north of the wall, and I can't pretend that Cersei won't take back half the country the moment I march north. John, it appears Tyrion's assessment was correct. We're fucked. They were staring lovingly into each other's eyes when they hear footsteps approaching. Tyrion is back. When he gets to Daenerys, they turn to see Cersei and her entourage on their way back to the platform. Cersei says, my armies will stand down. I will not pull them back to the capital. I will march to the north to fight alongside you in the Great War. The darkness is coming for us all. We'll face it together. And when the Great War is over, perhaps you will remember I chose to help with no promises of assurances from any of you. I expect not. Call our bannermen, all of them. She tells Jamie that part. Um, and then we go to Winterfell. So <clears throat> in Winterfell, uh, we see a... Raven flying in blizzardy snow towards Winterfell. Uh, inside, Sansa has a scroll in her hand and is mulling over what she just read. Uh, Littlefinger is at her side. Littlefinger says, It's not easy for ravens to fly in these storms. Perhaps John tried to send word earlier. Sansa says, No, this is the way he is and the way he's always been. He never asked my opinion. Why would you start now? Littlefinger says, I can't believe he'd surrender the Northern Crown without consulting you. Sansa says, this is his handwriting, his signature. He pledged to fight for Daenerys Targaryen. He bent the knee. 
Littlefinger says, I've heard gossip that the Dragon Queen is quite beautiful. Sansa says, what does that have to do with anything? Littlefinger says, John is young and unmarried. Daenerys is young and unmarried. Sansa says, you think he wants to marry her? Littlefinger says, an alliance makes sense. Together, they'd be difficult to defeat. He was named King of the North. He can be unnamed. Sansa says, even if I wanted to, Arya would, not, uh, would never go along. She always loved John far more than she ever loved me, and she'd kill anyone who betrayed her family. Littlefinger says, you are a family too. Would Arya really murder her own sister? Sansa says, do you know what she is now? Do you know what the faceless men are? Littlefinger says, only by reputation. They worship the god of death, I believe. Uh, I never trust godly men. Sansa says, they're killers, and Arya was one of them. What do you think she's after? Littlefinger says, she's your sister. You know her far better than I ever could. Sometimes when I try to understand a person's motives, I play a little game. I assume the worst. What's the worst reason they could possibly have for saying what they say and doing what they do? Uh, then I ask myself, uh, how well does that reason explain what they say and what they do? So tell me, what's the worst thing she could want? And Sansa says, she could want me dead because she thinks I wronged my family. Littlefinger says, why did she come to Winterfell? And Sansa says, to kill me for marrying, marrying our enemies and betraying my family. Littlefinger asks, why did she unearth the letter Cersei made you write? Sansa says, to provide proof of my betrayals, to provide justification after she murders me. Littlefinger says, and after she murders you, what does she become? Uh, Sansa uh, says, Lady of Winterfell. And we go to Dragonstone. He's playing her like a fiddle. All right. Ah, Dragonstone. So, okay. so yeah, the, there's a quick scene I didn't write down, but uh, they get in the Bifrost and they're back home. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? They're already back there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Dragonstone. God. Yeah. So Daenerys, um, she's at the badass map room. Uh, with her advisors, John is discussing the battle plans. John says, "If we have the Dothraki ride hard on the King's Road, they'll arrive at Winterfell within a fortnight." Daenerys then says, "And the Unsullied?" John, "We can sail with them to White Harbor, meet the Dothraki here on the King's Road, then ride towards Winterfell. Ride together to Winterfell." Jorah says, "Perhaps you should fly to Winterfell, Your Grace. We have many enemies in the north." Thousands fell fighting your father. All it takes is one angry man with a crossbow. We'll see. They'll see your silver hair on the King's Road and know that one well-placed bolt will make him a hero. The man who killed the Conqueror. John says, it's your decision, your grace. But if we're going to be allies in this war, it's important for the Northerners to see us as allies. If we sail to White Harbor together, I think it sends a better message. Uh, Daners, I've come... I, I've not come to conquer the North. I've come to save the North. We shall, we sell together. Jorah is kind of butthurt. Um, super butthurt, really. Uh, <laughs> since uh, his advice was ignored. John and Davos are walking out of the throne room, uh, but Theon calls after them. Theon says, John, can I speak to you? John says, all right. Theon, 
What you did in King's Landing, what you said, you could have lied to Cersei about bending the knee to Daenerys. You risk everything to tell the en- an enemy the truth. John, we went down there to make peace, and it seems to me we need to be honest with each other if we're going to fight together. Theon, you've always known what was right. Even when we were all young and stupid, you always knew. Every step you take, it's always the right step. Um, sorry, I lost my place. <laughs> John, it's not. It may seem that way from the outside, but I promise you, it's not true. I've done plenty of things that I regret. Theon, not compared to me, you haven't. John says, no, not compared to you. Theon, I've always wanted to do the right thing, be the right kind of person, but I never knew what that meant. It always seemed like there's... Like this was an impossible choice to, I had to make. Stark or Greyjoy? John says, our father was more of a father to you than yours ever was. Theon, he was, John. And you betrayed him, betrayed his memory. Theon says, I did, John. But you never lost him. He's a part of you, just like he's a part of me. Theon, but the things I've done, John says, I'm not, it's not my place to forgive you for all that, for all of it, but... What I can forgive, I do. You don't need to choose. You're a Greyjoy. And you're a Stark. Theon says, When I was Ramsay's prisoner, Yara tried to save me. She's the only one who tried to save me. She needs me now. John says, So why the hell are you still talking to me? John turns and leaves. Then we cut to the beach. Theon walks up to the other Greyjoy men loading up their dinghies. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. How did he get there? They, they, they're still on Dragonstone. Like, the, the men were there, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Theon says, All of you chose to follow Yara. We left the Iron Islands for Yara. She would never leave one of us behind. We're not leaving her behind. Hagar, one of the guys. Or, yeah, Har- Harag? Is that how you pronounce his name? Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, she, your sister's dead, Theon. No, she's not. The dude. She's dead. Even if Yaron hasn't cut her throat yet, she's dead. Theon. She's our queen. Harag. Uh, she's your sister, and you left her to die. Theon says, I did. I ran for my uncle. I was a coward. Har- Harag? Harag? Whatever. So, <laughs> why in fuck's name would we listen to you? They say the dead can't swim. We're going to sail east, find a nice quiet island, kill all the men, and take their wives for ourselves. Theon, we're done with all of that. Guy. H, I'll just call Guy. him H. <laughs> Who says we are? Theon. Yara did. She made a pledge. We're going to find her, and we're going to set her free. Uh, Harag spits in Theon's face, causing the other men to laugh. Harag says, run away, little Theon. It's it's what you do best. Harag then swings at Theon, hitting him in the face and knocking him back. The other men start shouting, cheering him on. Theon tries to fight back, but is getting beat up. After receiving a hit, after he he gets a headbutt to the face, he falls on the ground, but gets back up and charges into uh, Harag's uh, midsection. He continues, uh, Hara continues to beat him, um, elbowing Theon in the back, then punching him in the face. Theon falls to the ground again and again and again. And he says, stay down or I'll kill you. Theon gets up and walks back, 
Uh, guy punches Theon again and forces him to the ground. He says, stay down or I'll kill you. Theon gets to his feet and chases and charges Harag again. Harag holds Theon up by his shirt and starts kneeing him in the crotch region. But surprise, this does not <laughs> hurt Theon. After four knee thrusts, Theon is just staring up at him, smiling. Theon then grabs his uh, Harag's face, headbutts it, knocking him back. Theon then rushes onto him and mounts him, bleeding into his face, and then starts raining bows down, just beating the shit out of him. Tired, Theon falls back. The men around him stare, start, are staring down. Theon gets to his feet. And he says, Theon says, not for me, for Yara. And then the men all yell, Yara. And then we go to Winterfell. Um, so they basically had a Hulk Hogan Sergeant Slaughter match from 1987. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's getting his ass kicked, and yeah. then suddenly, like, four strikes land in a row, but he doesn't react. And then he, he waves his right, finger at him, and he shakes his head. Bags his right. He's like, <sighs> and he starts shaking his arms and his head left and right, <laughs> and breathing deeply. And he points at him, and he's like, You. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right winterfell uh so in winterfell sansa is outside in the snow uh staring over the walls of the castle uh she briskly turns to walk away uh she walks past a guard and tells him to have her sister brought to the great hall uh inside the great hall sansa is seated at the head table with bran at her side uh, northern soldiers line the walls of the hall. Uh, Jan Royce, uh, the leader of the Vale, or something like that, uh, is there on one wall, and Littlefinger uh, is there in the crowd against the other wall. Uh, Arya is escorted in by two guards. Uh, she stands in front of the head table. Uh, Arya says, Are you sure you want to do this? And Sansa says, It's not what I want. It's what honor demands. And Arya oh, says, shit. and what does honor demand? Sansa says, that I defend my family from those who would harm us. That I defend the North from those who would betray us. And Arya says, all right then, get it, uh, get on with it. Um, you get to the pictures for me. So Sansa says, uh, you stand accused of murder. You stand accused of treason. Uh, how do you answer these charges? And there's a pause. And then she turns her head and says, Lord Baelish. Whoa. Uh, everyone in the room turns to look at Littlefinger, who is flabbergasted. Uh, I, I assume, you know, he always looks at every situation that it could ever happen. And he never saw this coming. Um, uh, that he... is... You, that is a Bruce Willis was dead the entire time level uh, <laughs> right? twist. Um, you can tell, like I said, he didn't see it coming and he's trying to work out uh, how to respond. Um, Arya says, my sister asked you a question. Uh, Littlefinger says, uh, Lady Sansa, forgive me. I'm a bit confused. And Sansa says, which charges confuse you? Uh, let's start with the simplest one. You murdered our aunt uh, Lysa Aaron. You pushed her through the moon door and watched her fall. Do you deny it? And Littlefinger says, I did it to protect you. Sansa says, you did it to take power in the veil. 
Earlier, you conspired to murder John Aaron. You gave Lysa uh, tears of lice to poison him. Do you deny it? Uh, Littlefinger says, uh, whatever your aunt might have told you, she was a troubled woman. She imagined enemies everywhere. Sansa says, you had Aunt Lysa send a letter to our parents telling them it was the Lannisters who murdered John Aaron when really it was you. The, uh, the conflict between the Starks and the Lannisters, it was you who started it. Do you deny it? Littlefinger says, I know of no such letter. Sansa says, you conspired with Cersei Lannister and Joffrey Baratheon to betray our father, Ned Stark. Thanks to your treachery, he was imprisoned and later executed on false charges of treason. Do you deny it? Littlefinger says, I deny it. None of you were there to see what happened. None of you knows the truth. And Bran, uh, this is where he speaks for the first time. He says, you held a knife to his throat. You said, I did warn you not to trust me. Arya then says, you told our mother this knife uh, belonged to Tyrion Lannister. And she pulls out the Valerian steel dagger. Uh, <laughs> but that was another one of your lies. Uh, it was yours. And Littlefinger says, uh, Lady Sansa, I have known you since you were a girl. I've protected you. And Sansa steps in and says, protected me by selling me to the Boltons? Littlefinger uh, walks up to her and says, if we could speak alone, I can explain everything. And Sansa says, sometimes when I'm trying to understand a person's motives, I play a little game. I assume the worst. What's the worst reason you have for turning me against my sister? That's what you do, isn't it? That's what you've always done. Turn your family against family. Turn sister against sister. That's what you did to our mother and Aunt Lysa. And that's what you tried to do to us. <clears throat> Littlefinger says, Sansa, please. But Sansa continues. She says, I'm a slow learner. It's true. But I learn. Littlefinger says, give me a chance to defend myself. I deserve that. I am Lord Protector of the Vale. And I command you to escort me safely back to the uh, Eyrie. And this is what he was saying to Jan Royce. Uh, but Jan Royce says, I think not. Uh, Littlefinger, exasperated, uh, drops to his knees uh, and begins to cry. Littlefinger says, Sansa, I beg you. I loved your mother. Uh, wait. But I love you even more because you got that rockin' bod. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, says, that was it. Sansa, I beg you. I loved your mother since the time I was a boy. Sansa says, and yet you betrayed her. Uh, Littlefinger says, I loved you more than anyone. And Sansa says, and yet you betrayed me. When you brought me back to Winterfell, you told me there's no justice in the world, not unless we make it. Thank you for all your, thank you for all your many lessons, Lord Baelish. I will never forget them. So this is where uh, Arya walks up to Littlefinger. Uh, Littlefinger is able to get out one last Sansa before Arya slits his throat. Uh, Littlefinger puts his hand to his throat to stop the bleeding, but is unsuccessful. He falls to the ground uh, as everyone looks on. And we go to King's Landing. I would like to point out that I called this, <laughs> but I was still yeah. I was still surprised at the way it happened. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's probably the best part of the season. For me, it was. All right, so in King's Landing, Jamie is standing with Cersei, where Cersei had the map of Westeros painted on the floor. 
Um, he is with his generals. Cersei walks up as he is giving commands. Jamie says, our men in King's Landing will march north in three days' time. Uh, some guy. I'll take us, it will take us a fortnight to gather supplies for their train. Jamie, we don't have a fortnight. If the north falls, we fall. Three days. The remaining forces in the western lands will take the river road east. We'll meet at Lord's, uh, Lord Haraway's town and march together to Winterfell. Cersei says, Sir Jamie. Jamie says, Your Grace. Cersei, my lords, I need a moment with my brother. And the men leave. Cersei says, What are you doing? Jamie says, Preparing the expedition north. Cersei says, Expedition north? I always knew you were the stupidest Lannister. The Starks and Targaryens have united against us, and you want to fight alongside them? Are you a traitor or an idiot? Jamie, you pledged our forces to fight our common enemies. Cersei, I've, I'll say any, whatever I need to say to ensure the survival of our house. You expect me to trust the man who murdered our father? You expect me to command our troops to fight alongside foreign scum? To fight the Dragon Queen? Jamie, you saw it with your own eyes. You saw a dead man trying to kill us. Cersei, I saw it burn. If dragon, dragons can't stop them, if Darthrakian and Sullied and Northern Main can't stop them, how will our armies make a difference? Jamie, this isn't about noble houses. This is about the living and the dead. Cersei, and I intend to stay among the living. Let the Stark boy and his new queen defend the north. We stay, where, we stay here where, we're, where we've always been. Jamie, I made a promise. Cersei says, our child will rule Westeros. Jamie says, our child will never be born if the dead come south. Cersei, the monsters are real. The White Walkers, the dragons, the Dothraki screamers, all of the frightening stories we heard when we were young, they're all real. So be it. Let the monsters kill each other, and while the battle in the north while they battle in the north, we take back the lands that belong to us. Jamie says, and then what? Cersei says, and then we rule. Jamie, when the fighting in the north is over, someone wins. You understand that, don't you? If the dead win, they march south and kill us all. If the living win, and they and we've betrayed them, they march south and kill us all. Cersei says, the Targaryens and the Starks already have to kill us all. Already want to kill us all. Most of them will die in the north. Jamie, I face them in the field. We can't beat them. We can't beat their dragons. Cersei says, how many dragons did you see in the pit? Jamie said, two. Cersei says, what happened to the third? Jamie says, for all we know, it's guarding her fleet. Cersei says, she came here with her dragons and her Dothrakis and her Unsullied. She came here to show us all her power. No, something happened. The dragons are vulnerable. Jamie, we can't beat the Dothraki. We don't have the numbers. We don't have the support of the other houses. Cersei says, no, we have something better. We have the Iron Bank. You should have listened more to when Father spoke about the importance of gold. Oh, I know. It's boring to you. You just wanted to hunt and ride and fight. But I listened. I learned. Highgarden bought us the most, bought us the most powerful army in Essos, the Golden Company. 20,000 men, horses, elephants, I believe. Jamie, the Golden Company is not here. They're in Essos. How is a mercenary company in Essos going to help us? Wait a minute. Are we going to get a zombie elephant? <laughs> Cersei. <laughs> Cersei says, do you really think Euron Greyjoy turned tail and sailed back to the Iron Islands? Do you think he abandoned the chance to marry the queen? No one walks away from me. 
he sailed with his fleet to Essos. He's going to ferry the Golden Company back here to help us win the war for Westeros. Jamie, you plotted with Euron Greyjoy without telling me, the commander of your armies? Cersei, and you conspired with Tyrion, the man who murdered our father, without telling me, your queen. Jamie says, I didn't conspire with him. Cersei said, you met with him in secret without my consent. You plan to promote my enemy's interests. This is the definition of consp- conspiracy. Jamie, I pledge to ride north. I intend to honor that pledge. Cersei, and that will be treason. Jamie says, treason? Bitch, you crazy. And Cersei, <laughs> disobey your queen's command, fighting with her enemies. That's what you call it. Jamie, doesn't, uh, doesn't matter what I'd call it. Jamie turns away, um, but the mountain steps in his way. Cersei says, I told you no one walks away from me. Jamie says, are you going to order him to kill me? I'm the only one you have left. Our children are gone. Our father is gone. It's just me and you now. Cersei, there's one more yet to come. Jamie says, give the order then. Cersei nods to the mountain who unsheathes his sword. And Jamie says, I don't believe you. And Jamie gets cut in half. No fucking way. No, no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, but she did nod to the mountain to do it. Um, and he says, I don't believe you. But the mountain doesn't do it. So Jamie does walk away from the mountain, um, successfully calling her bluff. Outside of King's Landing, it shows Jamie riding his horse. He stops to put a glove over his golden hand when a snowflake, la- snowflake lands on his glove. He stares around, um, uh, then rides north. He put a glove on the golden hand? Yeah, because uh, they, they can identify him that way. You know, enemies. Oh. Yeah, plus I think, you know, uh, some rapscallion sees gold. They're going to try and attack him to steal it you know i thought Um, he was afraid of getting frostbite and i was like dog (laughs) that's not how that works (laughs) um then there's a short scene of different areas in king's landing and it snows falling all across it oh so winter is here yes okay um and then we go to winterfell uh so in winterfell um Sam Gilly and baby Sam arrive. Uh, Bran is in his room uh, staring at the fireplace. Uh, there's a knock at the door. Uh, Bran says, come in. Uh, Sam enters. Uh, Bran says, Samuel Tarly. And Sam says, I wasn't sure if you'd remember me. Uh, Bran says, I remember everything. You helped us get beyond the wall. You're a good man. Uh, Sam says, oh, well, thank you, but um, I'm not sure that I am. What happened to you but on the wall? Bran says, <laughs> I became the Three-Eyed Raven. And Sam says, oh, this is I don't know what stupid, that means. This is the stupidest fucking conversation in the history of the show. <laughs> uh, Bran says, I can see things that happened in the past. I can see things happening now all over the world. Why did you come to Winterfell? Sam says, um, John's the one. To lead the fight against the dead. I know he is, but he can't do it alone. So I've come here to help him. Bran says he's on his way back to Winterfell with uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Sam says, you, 
You saw this in in a vision. Uh, Bran holds up a Raven scroll, and Sam says, "Oh." Bran says he needs to know the truth, and Sam says, uh, "The truth about what?" And Bran says, "About him. No one knows. No one but me. Uh, John isn't really my father's son. He is the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and my aunt Lyanna Stark. Uh, he was born in a tower in Dorne. His last name isn't really Snow." It's sand. And Sam says, it's not. And Bran, uh, you know, corrects him and says, Dornish bastards are called sand. And Sam says, at the Citadel, I transcribed a high sparrow or a high septon's diary. He annulled Rhaegar's marriage to Ilya. He wed uh, Rhaegar and Lyanna in a secret ceremony. And Bran says, are you certain? Sam says, it's what the high septon wrote in his private diary. Uh, I don't know why he'd lie. Is this something you can see? Uh, now we go to a vision. Uh, Bran is standing next to a river, uh, watching the secret ceremony, uh, marrying his aunt to Rhaegar. Uh, Rhaegar and Lyanna say, father, smith, warrior, mother, mother maiden, maiden, prone, prone stranger. stranger. I am her, I am and hers, she is mine. I am his, and he is and mine. He is mine. From this day, this day until, until the, the end, end of my days. days. That's how they did it. I was just adding to the effect. <laughs> that was beautiful, you guys. Thank you. Um, Bran says, uh, Robert's rebellion was built on a lie. Rhaegar didn't kidnap my aunt or rape her. And um, after this scene, uh, we go to Daenerys' ship. Uh, John is standing in front of the door to Daenerys's cabin. Uh, he seems like he can't uh, build up the courage to knock. Uh, Bran's voice continues over this scene. Bran says he loved her. Uh, John finally knocks. Daenerys opens the door, and Bran says, and she loved him. Uh, this is where uh, John and Daenerys stare Valerian steel fuck daggers into each other's eyes. <laughs> Uh, Daenerys steps aside, lets him in the room. Uh, John closes the door uh, behind him. Uh, down the corridor, uh, who is it but Tyrion creeping around, uh, basically following John, uh, watching what he's up to. Uh, we go back to the vision uh, Bran saw of his young father when he found his sister uh, laying bloody in the bed after giving birth to John. Uh, Bran's voice says, and John, John's real name. And then in the vision, uh, young Ned leans uh, to his sister who whispers in his ear. Lyanna says, his name is Aegon Tar Targaryen. You have to protect him. Promise me, Ned. Uh, and then uh, back in Daenerys's bed, uh, John and Daenerys's naked bodies are tangled together as they kiss. Uh, first, John is on his back. Then he turns over. That's sorry. Then he turns them over to put Daenerys on hers, and intimacy continues. Uh, Bran's voice says, "He's never been a bastard. He's the heir to the Iron Throne." And then back outside uh, Daenerys's cabin, uh, Tyrion turns to leave. Uh, Bran's voice says, uh, "He needs to know. We need to tell him." And we go back to Winterfell. So, just so I'm clear, 
John is having sex with his aunt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hot, right? Put the show on Pornhub and just call it a day. <laughs> uh, so in Winterfell, Arya and Sansa are standing atop the walls of the castle looking out. Arya says, are you all right? Sansa, it's just strange. In my own horrible way, I believed he loved me. In his own horrible way, I believed he loved me. Arya, you did the right thing. Sansa says, you did it. Arya, I'm just the executioner. You passed the sentence. You're the Lady of Winterfell. Sansa, does that bother you? Arya, I was never going to be as good a lady as you, so I had to do be something else. I never could have survived what you survived. Sansa says, you would have. You're the strongest person I know. Arya, I believe that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Sansa, well, don't get used to it. You're still very strange and annoying. Arya, in winter, we must protect ourselves. Look after one another. Sansa says, father, because um, that's what he was saying. That's what he says. And then she says, when the snow falls and the white uh, winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Arya, I miss him. Sansa, me too. Uh, we go to Bran sitting at the heart tree, his eyes all white. Um, we are then taken to a bird's eye view of Eastwatch by the sea. Atop the wall, Beric and Tormund patrol. Baron says, it's a long way down. Tormund, yeah, the crows keep telling me I'll get used to it. As they look down from the wall, men call out. One man says, I can see movement. Look on the tree line. Man number two, what is it? And then these figures start emerging from the tree line. Some appear to be walking. Some appear to be on horseback. As more and more of the dead walk towards the wall, a cold fog follows behind them. We see one of the White Walkers riding up with a horn, when a horn blows. The dead then stop 100 yards away from the wall. Tormund looks up to see dead Viserion burst out of the fog, and blue, a fire-blue flame uh, is blown at the wall. The Night King um, is on his back. Viserion circles back to make another pass. Tormund screams at the men to run as Viserion flanks the wall, firing the blue flame. As Tormund and the other men run, Viserion circles around again, this time stopping to focus his flame on one area of the wall, bursting through it. The dead on the ground watch as the wall starts to crumble. Atop the wall, Tormund sees some of his uh, men fall as the wall crumbles. Underneath them, as, the, as it, everything crumbles on top of them, Viserion continues firing the blue flame until a thousand yards um, section of the wall completely crumbles most of it falls into the sea a new path created the dead starts marching south of the wall with a night king riding Viserion in the sky above and that's how it ends that looks very that looks very cool yes so what you think um pretty predictable i mean i uh, they they set things up in a pretty cool way um but this season was a little predictable um all in all um i think 
that if I were watching as it was happening, the travel thing would have really bothered me. But since you guys are just telling me about it, and I don't really have to think about it all that much, um, it's definitely something that's really stupid. But it's also like, sure, let's speed this thing up. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah. How many episodes are in season eight? I think seven also. Six? Okay. Yeah. They like like movie length. They're like hours. They're pretty long. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just wanted to check. All right. Um, we are going to be doing an entire predictions episode, so I'm not gonna give anything with that. Cool. Good job, guys. Thank you. Pretty good, pretty good. So now we'll get all the parties together next season to see what happens. And like you said, we'll have a a prediction um, episode. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for that one. I have to say. I'm, I mean, I kind of gave maybe too too much of a prediction at the beginning of this episode, but... um, I think no, I changed. Fine. I think I changed my mind on on one of those things now that this episode has happened. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But that's not what we're doing next, right? W- what are we doing next? So I think we're going to do a draft episode. Um, that was fun when we did it uh, previously, um, and then we've got. Uh, a few more fun things. So we've got uh, draft, two non-thrones. Uh, we'll leave that a surprise until we get to there, and then uh, we'll do the kind of recap. Or no, another draft, right? Yeah. So we got four because we're trying to line up the end of the thrones with 100. So yeah, uh, we need some filler in the next four episodes. That is correct. All right. Rodney, go ahead and plug us out. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Out of the Loop podcast, Explain the Throne editions. Uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OOTL Podcasts. I just okay. remembered something. I had a I had a pressing question from this episode. Okay. Drive me nuts if you don't tell me right now. Is it Harag or Harag? <laughs> I like Hazar. Yeah, I, know, I was just like. I like Hagar. That was good. Harag. Harag? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it was Tiber. <laughs> I should call him Tiber. You should have. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, there's actually a pronounce. Oh, okay, one second. Give me <laughs> two seconds here. Hagar. Hagar. <laughs> Harag Hor his, his last name was Hor Harig Hor Harig Hor this is his whole right. name cool turtable anyways yes follow <laughs> us on Instagram or Twitter at OOTL podcast if you have any comments or would like to Make some predictions yourself if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. Send it to our email at ootlpod at gmail.com. So uh, the 
prediction episode is going to be heavily based off of uh, listener suggestions and questions. So please, I we've already received uh, a good handful, uh, but please continue to send them and we will uh, uh, sort them out and read the best ones. We're basically looking for, um, you know, what's going to happen character to character, storyline to storyline uh, for season eight. And we're going to get predictions from Matt on that. Cool. Thank you, Shane. Um, so next four episodes will be uh, fillers. And then we'll start the series finale with season eight. Um, I'm excited to get it all wrapped up. Um, but thank you again for listening. Uh, I don't have anything more to say. Winter is here, as uh, Matt said earlier, because snow is falling everywhere. And the wall has been torn down. Uh, from all the gentlemen at the Out of the Loop podcast, uh, we thank you for listening and hope you guys stay safe and listen to uh, more of our episodes. Thank you. Cover your pimp hand. I wish it was winter. <laughs> <laughs>